routine flight between Sydney and LA for Oceanic Flight 815 until... Lost on a mysterious island, the survivors have more to fear than survival itself. Five, four, three, two, one. It's a lie! It's not real! You killed us all? Not Namaste, thank you, and good luck. <laughs> I think your friends just blew themselves up, brother. I just saved us all. I've got to go, and you've got to get as far away from here as possible. Go where? Stop! I'm gonna blow the damn Tom. Who are you people? We're the good guys, Michael. You push the button. That's an order. All we really need to survive is one person who truly loves us. Miss Whitmore, I think we found it. This is the Lost Initiative from Sky One. Welcome to the UK's official download show for Lost. I'm Ian Lee and I'll be devoting the next half hour of my life entirely to episode 13, The Man from Tallahassee. Now as always, uh, your help in making sense of it is greatly appreciated. So you can email us at lost at skyone.co.uk. The Lost Initiative. Joined as always by Paul Terry, editor of Lost Magazine. Hello, Paul. Hello. And by Gig... He's not here. Where, where is he? I don't know. Gigi Tom is not... For legal reasons, he's not allowed to come within 500 feet of me. I'm really intrigued, though. Like, what? what's, what's happening? An incident know. after um, the... After the purge. After the last recording of the Lost Initiative meant that I had to contact the authorities. He's not allowed near me, I'm afraid. So, sorry about that. But you're here. Good to have you here. Hello. You're, you're the intelligent one of the two. Well, that's very funny, isn't it? Uh, brief reaction to uh, episode 13? Well, the fact that it's called The Man from Tallahassee, immediately I was thinking, well, it's a Sawyer episode. And then the fact that it was a Lock-centric episode, I was, I was really surprised. And, oh my God, we get to find out all this stuff about his dad. Well, we find... I was ever so slightly annoyed, because in this episode we, we find out why he's paralysed. But I knew that we found that out, because someone in Canada, a woman called Denise, who emails me from time to time, emailed me and said, Hey, Ian, have you seen this week's last? It's great, we find out how... Lo- well, thanks very much. Oh, what? Uh, anyway, uh, so we do discover how Locke becomes paralysed, and we also find out he was lying when he told Saeed that he was going to the barracks to rescue Jack. John! Shh! Keep your voice down. All right. It's all right, John. You don't have to point the gun at me. I can tell you where Jack is. I'm not looking for Jack. I'm looking for the submarine. It's kind of obvious, isn't it, that Locke wants to blow up the submarine because he wants to stay on the island and wants to walk. Is, is that it? Well, that's the basic summary I, I came to. But a lot of fans are talking about, well, what about if Locke basically wants to hold the others to ransom over something? So if he's got that over them, it's almost like if you imagine if your enemy could flee, yeah. you can't, they can't answer any questions. So maybe he's also concerned about them legging it in the night, just all piling into the submarine and powering off into the Pacific Ocean. It's a Ocean. tiny submarine. You could only f- Although there were bunks in it. It was what, a four-manner, do we reckon, maybe? I reckon a four-manner, yeah, yeah, from yeah. my knowledge of yeah. uh, underwater subaquatic... <laughs> underwater means subaquatic craft. But by blowing it up, he has no hold over them. He's destroyed all hold. Yeah. And he knew because Alex said to him, well, my dad wants you to do this. It's a trick. And he knew 
or at least afterwards, retrospectively, he knew that he had been manipulated into yeah, blowing that which, up. Yeah, which, let's face it, John Locke absolutely hates that. He hates that whole side of things being manipulated by anybody. So I think when he was chained up, he was feeling a little bit foolish that he got led in down that path to, to blow up the sub. He didn't get led down that path. <laughs> what, now, one thing, <laughs> I, one thing I didn't understand, he goes in the submarine to blow it up. Yeah. Have a little look around, submarine, yeah. very exciting, very cramped, very difficult to film, I'd imagine. You see him walking back along the walkway, soaking wet. Why was he soaking wet? And at the time, I, I sort of thought, well, that's, uh, that's odd, but I didn't question it. But the more I think about it, that's insane, unless he then swam outside. But you wouldn't stick the dynamite on the outside if you can get inside. So what, what's the point of that? I must admit, that's now you've said it, because I, I think at the time I was watching it, and I thought, well, obviously, he scouted around, maybe he took some intel, and then he thought, I've never blown up a sub before, maybe I'll just blow a massive hole in the hull, so I'll stick it. On the outside, so maybe, ma- maybe like poodle along. Yeah. Can you poodle along on the surface of water? But it's insane. You can have a go and stuck it there. But maybe there's a deleted scene that we're going to see on the DVD or something like that. Watch. Oh, don't, do it, you know? do, don't. You can't excuse that. There's, oh no, no, I'm not excusing. I'm just, I'm trying to. There work is a out mystery happened, to it. You know? There is an important mystery. To <laughs> what? It. Who made John Locke Sorry, wet? I'm trying not to. What? You kind of think you can say that? <laughs> I just did. Okay. Now I don't believe that uh, Ben. Uh, I keep going to call him Henry Gale. Ben says that the submarine is the only way off the island. I don't buy that for a second because there was the boat that they gave uh, to Michael and Walt. Yeah, the little uh, parlour ferry boat. Yeah. yeah. So they wouldn't. So and they, and they said, wait, stick on this course, you'll get off the island. Yeah. Uh, they, they got the submarine to get off, and they're saying that it, Ben says that if the submarine goes away, it can't come back because of the anomaly. Yeah. So they wouldn't do that though. He wouldn't give away their only escape route off the island. Yeah. No, I Would agree he? with you. I think I think it's uh, the fact that there's you know there's these things on loss that we find out you know oh. There's a submarine, and mm. it's been, you know, ferried there for a while, and it's waiting to be used. Maybe, because the island's so massive, there mm. could be other ferries, there could be other ports, other little submarine units, oh, I there think could be so, definitely. other towns. So I think that the fact that, you know, Locke has convinced himself that, oh, I've done Ben's work, and it's all gone wrong, is, you know, don't, don't worry, Locke, have a moment, you'll be fine. I, d- I don't get, though, why he says, well, because of the anomaly, the submarine can't come back. I think there must be some kind of, you know, the sonar thing that Mikhail was talking about, there's a sonar relay that the submarine mm. honed in on that. It was in the last episode or the one before that? Yeah. How they, you know, have contact with the outside world. Maybe when the magnetic anomaly got exploded in the purple sky, blah, 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 maybe that knocked out everything. You this know? purple sky thing, I, I, that, do you know, at the time, I kind of didn't really think much of it. Can I just say, by the way, I'm playing catch-up. I've just finished series one of Lost. Oh, yeah, you're watching uh, one of the games. With yeah, someone yeah. who'd never seen Lost before. Just finished series one. Did seven episodes in a weekend. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, th- straight through to the, the first two episodes of series two. Superb. But, sorry, going off on a tangent there. But I think the Purple Sky is more significant than I gave it credit for yeah. when it initially happened. That means something. And I that surprised everyone. Yeah, I think that the island vibrating, the fact that the anomaly has been knocked out, and the fact that when Ben looks up on the, on the jetty and he mm. looks really disturbed and concerned, because he doesn't have any idea what consequence that's going to have for, for them, for the others where they live, their communications, and yeah. now we find out halfway through season three, it's all gone a bit, bit wrong. It's knackered it's everything. Yeah, exactly. It's all gone wrong. Uh, it's odd, isn't it, as well? I, he obviously had no intention. Well, I, he did have an intention of letting uh, Jack and Juliet go, but surely they're going to arrive somewhere in a submarine and go, oh, this is really spooky island. He wouldn't want them to say that, would he? I think... I, I don't trust him as far as he could be thrown, which, you know, at the moment isn't very far. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's uh, maybe, maybe in his mind, he's thinking, well, Jack and Juliet have served their purpose. He got fixed. Yeah. Juliet's maybe done whatever he wanted her to do with the fertility thing. And he's actually thinking, yeah, go on, go away. And maybe, like you're saying, there's, there's more than one sub, so just get him out of the way. Then he can use well, that as a bit of power over the rest of the, uh, the people on the island. I'm, I'm not sure that there's another sub, but I'm sure there's definitely another way well, off. So, yeah, some other way off, yeah. There'll be 
a light aircraft or something. Yeah, yeah but there's room for a runway there. But the whole Michael and Walt thing, you know, that, that tiny little ferry, way back, because he'd been re-watching it, and at the end of season one, there's that conversation about that boat, because Michael knows about boats and stuff, doesn't mm. he? He says that could not um, sustain itself out in the open ocean. Mm. It would just, you know, be trashed with the waves. Mm. So when he said, stand that bearing, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be fine. Like, where have they gone? I, I need to know that. I need to know where they uh, Michael and Walt, now, listen, there's no one listening. Give me some inf- okay. inside right, information. Right, right. Are they coming back? Well, we said a few weeks ago, you know, the, the, yeah. the quote from Damon, which was the quote from Damon from, from the magazine, where he'd said, you've not seen the last of Michael and Walt. Now, I, I genuinely don't know whether that is this season or the beginning of the next season, but he's, he said that. We've not seen the last of Michael I, I, and Walt. I suspect that somewhere mid, midway, can you, think, can you believe we're even talking about Series 4 already? It's mental. I reckon midway through Series 4, he's going to turn up as if to say, I'm back, guys, I've come to rescue you. Now, a Locke episode, which mm. I think no one would argue, it's always a great thing to see. But Locke uh, seems to have developed some strange Luddite ideas about the island, which he reveals to Ben. Why are you so angry, John? Because you're cheating. You and your people. Communicate with the outside world whenever you want to. You, you come and go as you please. You use electricity and running water and guns. You're a hypocrite. A Pharisee. You don't deserve to be on this island. If you had any idea what this place really was, you wouldn't be putting chicken in your refrigerator. You've been here 80 days, John. I've been here my entire life. So how is it that you think you know this island better than I do? Because... You're in the wheelchair, and I'm not. Why does Locke say that Ben doesn't deserve to be on the island? Is it because he's not under, quite understood the power? Of yeah, the I, I think I think he's he's really enjoying the the role reversal and, and the fact that it's almost exactly like when they were back in the Swan Hatch, and then when Ben was or Henry Gallagher was known then was captive of. Locke's team and now Locke is standing over him again and got all the control all the power back and yeah Locke's really in touch with his Zen side at the moment and I think he he genuinely believes that he's seen things on the island that he can't explain but he he's very fascinated by and he sees Ben who hasn't been healed who had the tumour on his spine so mm. someone's thinking no 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 Let's, uh, look at you. Why are you so powerful? You know, I'm the one who the island is interested in. Which what? is fair enough. I, I'd, I'd agree with that. Why does the island cure Locke and not Ben? Well, that, that is the big one. That's one of the, well, one of the huge questions, isn't it? Why, if, if Ben was born on the island and all this kind of, you know, oh, I know about the island and all its secrets and oh, I can show you things, John, things that are amazing and powerful, why is he the one who was struck with, it wasn't just like a mild ailment, he had cancer on his spine. So, what's that about? But it's not, obviously it's not just Locke that's been cured because Rose, who, I don't think we've seen this, Rose and Bernard, have we seen them in No, they've, they've, they've been mentioned, they've been referenced by Hurley, they're, they're obviously still there. But she but was cured as well, and yeah. her son is up the duff as a direct result of, well, Yeah, the they, th- they think it's, yeah, the, intercourse, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, <laughs> nothing to do with the, the island. island. The island has un- unblocked her tube. Or, the island has done some miraculous fertility thing, yeah, in some, in some way, yeah. But could it be, are the others, are they vaccinating? Or was it just Dharma that was vaccinating against... The illness, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, the sickness thing. Well, that's not been talked about much. Because if Ben is vaccinating, maybe the sickness is the fact that the island cures, and it's it's kind of got it the wrong way round slightly. Oh, So he's vaccinating against the magical healing powers of being on a spooky island in the middle of the Pacific. I thought that. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, he's the one who's rebelling against the island and saying, no, 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 I don't want to be immortal, I don't want to be cured, I want to be normal. So that was... Oh, that's quite interesting. Last week I was convinced that Locke is Jacob, uh, who is referred to every now and then as a great man, Mm. And we've seen references to him as kind of being sort of the big boss. I don't think he is now. Well, what's the new theory? My new theory is that his dad is Jacob. <laughs> okay. is it, uh, uh, it seemed, I like that. It was kind of obvious where the ending was going to, where 
they were building up to your dad's in here, and I sort of got that three or four minutes before it happened. Okay. Still very, very exciting when it Still happened. Re- Still a brilliant moment. Or how that even is conceived. And if you look, it, I don't know if it's just the way that his arms are tied behind his back. It does look like he has no arms. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out next we'll, week. We'll find out. Well, we probably won't. We'll find out in series five. <laughs> uh, but he looked. He looked terrified. Anthony Cooper generally looked terrified, which I, I'm really intrigued by that. Like, it, why is he so scared? Okay, he's been beaten up. He's been captured. But is he scared because? I don't know, where do we start? How did he end up on the island? Because Ben's talking about, I don't know how you did this, John. And he talks about a magic box. And does he literally mean a box, or does he mean that as a metaphor? We'll come, we'll come back to the magic box in a minute, because that is, I think, is going to blow our minds. Yeah. But Locke's dad, I, beginning, well, I, I think this about every time I see one of their dads, I think they're the, the brains behind the entire thing. But it's, I've got an email. Let me read okay, this email. Okay. This is um, from Ms. Hawking Jr., and this is a good point that I, me being an idiot, I hadn't even thought of. We all know that Locke's dad is a con man. Yeah. And in The Man from Tallahassee, he uses the pseudonym of Adam Seward. There has also been speculation that Anthony Cooper is the real Sawyer. Well, guess what I just found out, says Ms. Hawking Jr. Oh, this is good. Go on, go on. An anagram of Anthony Cooper Adam Seward is Sawyer the con man poor dad. How good is that? That's fantastic. What, the whole phrase is Sawyer the con man poor dad? Yeah. Anthony Cooper, Adam Seward. That's that's pretty good. That's good because that, they like doing their Ethan Rom, other man. They like their yeah, kind of anagramic yeah, yeah. names, and they like connecting people on on the show. Had you so. made that connection before that his dad could possibly be the real Sawyer? Not at all. No, I mean we were talking about things a while. Uh, oh, it must have been last season two. Actually, we were talking about how people could be connected. I think yeah, it was the end of season two. We were mm. saying what other connections could possibly you know exist yeah. on the island or outside the island. And I remember the fact that he is a con man in many ways. You know, he's conned the, the kidney and so many other things. So. I think a lot of fans were thinking maybe he had a connection to the original Sawyer. Or or maybe he worked with Sawyer on a con. Maybe Anthony Cooper and Sawyer have done a job together. That would be cool. So, Mm. almost like um, Master and Apprentice. Without him knowing, obviously, the connection to Locke. I like that. I I like a lot of the derivatives of of the con connection. the right age to be the real Sawyer, to be the Sawyer that our Sawyer has kind of based his whole life around, isn't it? It would, it would kind of work, yeah. It's, it's a really well-observed thing with the anagram, that's insane. Yes, I think you can do it on a computer these days. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, uh, another email. Oh, for God's sake. So I've got to read this person's name out. The anonymous Prince of Worcester, Mr. Duckmole, Mandrake, Peter Timmins, Vega. Yes, he says, I like the theory that maybe he, Locke, is part of the others, or is Jacob, but maybe this isn't the case at all. Perhaps Locke is in fact working for the Hanso Foundation Stroke Dharma Initiative and has been recruited after his trip to Sydney to go to the island to destroy all research and evidence after the stations were taken over by the others or the hostiles. This would explain why he destroyed the computer at the end of season two. No, it doesn't. Forcing Desmond to use the failsafe key and why he entered 77 knowing it would set off the C4. It would also... Ex- well, OK, OK. Mm. It would also explain why he took some C4 from the flame. Um... Everything that's been destroyed on the island has been a direct result of him. Yeah, yeah, okay, there is that connection. But I, I think it's a bit of a stretch to suggest that he's willingly, you know, he's willingly undercover. Like, he's he's sitting there at the beach camp going, Ooh, I know why I'm here. I've yes. been sent by the yep. Foundation. I like the idea that Tom had, the fact that maybe he's a sleeper agent or maybe someone like yep. Said is, is a sleeper agent. They don't actually know what the, like, repressed memories are. They've been yeah. uh, they've been trained in... They're, they're going to be activated at some point to Lock do a mission. That's quite cool. The last few episodes has seemingly become more aware. There's kind of just little things seem to be clicking. He's looking And around. he's off on his own mission. He's, he's there with the others, but that's by the by. He's off doing his own thing. Well, what, what do you think he's... Do- what is his MO, then? What is Locke up to right now? What do you think he's doing? 
he's not he's not rescuing Jack, and it couldn't have been just to blow up the submarine. So what is he actually thinking right now? I'm like four stages towards achieving this. He has some uh, calling within him that, I, and I don't know what it is, but he's being driven to do something to find something out. And yeah. at the end, I don't know. All my theories. At each episode I see now, all my theories are getting blown out of the so, water. Same for me, but I love that. I love. The do you remember that... when I used to talk about a super brain computer? Oh, the SBC. <laughs> What's a bloody idiot? <laughs> What's an idiot I was? But every week, every theory. I've got seems to be getting just turns it to be nonsense. Keep them on their toes, though. It's good, you know. Oh no, hey, definitely. Now Thank we've got a caller on the lost line. It's Donna. Hello, Donna. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Yourself? I- I'm I'm all the better for not having Geeky Tom sat next to me. <laughs> he's a little bit creepy in real life. <laughs> that probably sounds like fun on the radio, but in real life, he's a weirdo. <laughs> now, Donna, what have you got for us? The theory that I'm thinking at the moment is that it is all about the Valandetti equation and about this experimentation, not just for the survival of humanity sort of at the end of the world, but Mm. in order to make a new and better human society. Very quickly, Paul, in one sentence, for those who don't know what the Valandetti equation is, maybe new to us, can you explain it? The Valandetti equation is the uh, equation for the end of the world. Is that correct, Donna? It is, yes. Yeah. And uh, there's, so, so, there's so many equations. That's the one for the end of the world. Supposedly, and they, the, the numbers are that's the, the... That's the equation. Yeah, and they'd manipulated it. Well, they were trying to work out where to crack it, weren't they? Is that right, Donna? That was it. They were trying to crack it. Okay, I think... Yeah. It, I, there's me trying to clear things up. I think I've made it more complicated. But, but, all right, it's, Donna. It's important to remember that that's not been made clear on the programme, actually, on the TV no, show. No, it hasn't. I think the Valenzetti equation was more about sort of putting off the end of the world. And I think they've probably moved on to look at in order, making sure that humanity carries on. Right, And okay. they create like, this perfect, happy society. Yes. And I think that the Losties are... The subjects of these experimentations. Okay, but to what end? Why do you think they've been? They've, do you think they've been chosen? Do you think they've been brought to the island specifically for that reason? I do. I think that everything they're doing is being con- entirely controlled. Mm. I think the reason that we keep seeing these mysterious things from their flashbacks appearing, like Saeed's cat, Kate's horse, Dave, mm. is because. Those things are deliberately being put in those situations on the island to make them think of those flashbacks to see how that's going to affect the way that they behave and the way that they deal with situations. Oh, so you're thinking that the thing like Side's Cat in the, uh, the episode um, a couple of weeks ago was put there as kind of like a, a trigger to trigger off something. They deliberately put that in front of him so it would trigger some... Yeah, exactly. Almost like a post-hypnotic suggestion. Yeah, and okay. I think we can see that because there's a lot of issues with like, kind of a form of survivor guilt with the Losties where they feel responsible for someone's death. And I think that if you look at information of people who survived natural disasters, Holocaust victims, all sorts of that kind of situation, there's often a guilt that's associated with it. And I think it's how would people deal with this idea that everybody else is gone. And okay. it's trying to find out the kinds of people and the kinds of experiences that make people be able to thrive even oh. in a situation where the rest of the world's gone. I, c- I kind of buy that. It doesn't really take us any further, but it, c- it, it sounds like it makes sense. Paul, anything well, you want to say? Well, Don, have you got a theory as to actually who's controlling those post-hypnotic suggestions? Like, is it the black monster, black smoke monster thing, well, or who's controlling it, basically? I think the Dharma Initiative believed that they were conducting the experiments, but they originally were the subject of the experiments, and the others oh. were watching and observing them. Oh, lots of we're watching lots us, of watching you, watching us, watching yeah. you. Yeah, and I think the others are probably more directly connected to hands and Hanzo sort of set up the Dharma Initiative as almost like a front. Okay, so who's the big man? Who is the man controlling everything? Or or woman? Who do you think is heading up this entire project? 
I think it may be, I mean, it goes back to the last experience again, but it may be somebody like Nickelwork, someone high up who's controlling it all. You don't think it's anyone on the show? Actually, on the TV show at, at the moment? nobody that we've seen as oh. of yet. Okay. I think there's a possibility isn't... that everything that's happening on the island... If it is someone that we haven't seen, isn't that cheating a little bit? Do you not well, think... Well, not really, because it just means we haven't seen it yet. I don't okay. think it's a case that we'll never see him and it's just going to be some mystical person from like, the other side of the OK, planet. Donna, listen, thank you very much for that. OK, thank Cheers. you. Take care, bye-bye. I can't, bye. I can't attack her because it, it kind of it made a sort of sense. Really? It was, it, it was nice... I, I drifted off halfway through. It was, it was a nice interval to uh, us getting utterly, you know, and confused. And if you'd like to enjoy the thrill that is being on the lost line, we only give out the top secret number to our closest friends. <laughs> you, the general public. Yes. So if you <laughs> if you want to send us your theory, either via an, uh, in an email or you want to talk on the lost line, then contact us at lost at skyone.co.uk. Put down a couple of pointers about what you want to say, what theories you've got, and your phone number and stuff like that, and we may well be in touch. You don't win anything, though. Now, one, an excellent ending in this episode. Oh, yes. Uh, although, did you see it coming that he was behind? Uh, I didn't, to be honest. And, and it's because really? I am actually one of the most gullible viewers of TV or film. I, yeah. Every twist in the world, I buy into. It's, uh, yes. I'm I a do good as well. For that. I know, I actually freaked out. Yeah, the, I, at the, at the end five minutes, I freaked out. In the but yeah. I knew that they were building up. To, and in fact, the seed was sown for me. And I wish I'd said it out loud because you'd all thought, oh, Ian's cool. <laughs> when uh, the coppers were in the, the hospital room with John Locke and they said, well, uh, you know, He's, he's fled to Mexico, but he could be anywhere in the world. And I nearly said, he's on the island. Oh, okay. And I didn't, because... you thought it was ridiculous and impossible. And they've done the impossible. They've got him but on the, the But then when Ben is talking at the end, I've got something to show you, John. Oh, don't do that. That wasn't a bad impression. No, don't do that again. That's creepy. Uh, I don't think I could do it again. Uh, it was obvious, I think they were building up to that. But a brilliant ending. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, he has come from the magic box that Ben has been talking about. Picture a box. You know something about boxes, don't you, John? What if I told you that somewhere on this island, there's a very large box? And whatever you imagined, whatever you wanted to be in it, when you opened that box, there it would be. What would you say about that, John? I'd say I hope that box is big enough to imagine yourself up a new submarine. Now, why do you think Anthony Cooper is on the island? I think, and if I may be so bold, he is the head man, uh, and he's in charge of everything, and he has put himself there because he's doing the long con. So you think it's he's Jacob, or he's maybe a higher-up person? He's higher-up than... He's near Jacob. He's higher than Ben. Now, whether he's the, 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 the big boss, okay. uh, I don't know. He's definitely higher than Ben. And he's manipulating that situation. And do you think he's been there the whole time? Like, the, ever since, like, before the crash, Anthony Cooper's been on the island? Well, that's a good question. No. I think they got him in, especially. <laughs> they him, they, they, yeah, they flew him in. Get me, Cooper. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe, oh, maybe when they found out who the, uh, they got the, all the details of the people who had survived the crash. No, they maybe knew. That, they, maybe they, that, that's when they got him in. No, they knew who was going to survive the crash. Oh, you're still on that one? Oh, they, well, obviously, obviously they knew that. That's, uh, obviously they knew that. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't know. They I knew who was going to survive the crash. Okay, he brought over the video of the Red Sox game. Yeah. That's, that's when I think he came over. Okay, you know, I like you know, that. The, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, I like he, that. He, brought, he brings stuff with him. Which, which would mean he's lying about the communications to the outside world, though. Yeah. So, okay. But then Ben lies about everything. Well, no, because the communication... So. The, the video of the Red Sox was brought over before... Oh, no, it was after the anomaly. Well, it was, uh, yeah, it was after the anomaly, wasn't it, potentially? All this comes down to whether you, whether you buy what Ben says, really, isn't it? Because he says something about, Oh, I don't know how you did it, John. This I don't buy any anything that Ben says. Something he did brought him here, and it's like, what? A really existential comment, in a way. Like, something John did... 
manifested him there. Is that what he's trying to well, say? This, why do you think he's on the island? Tell me, tell me your, your gut feeling, Paul Terry, editor of Lost Magazine. My gut feeling is that he has been brought there, maybe, as you say, by the others, by Ben, but he's there for some kind of manipulation of John again. Because mm. I, I think, basically, John Locke has been put through the mill on the outside world in his flashbacks and on the island all the way through the show. Yeah. And I think we're, we've not even scratched the surface. I think that John Locke is going to be going through a lot more stuff, and that's why they brought him in. And poor Locke, look at the end, his face is like, you know, for crying out aloud. I'm gonna, you, he you, does look good, are, are, you, are you kidding? Are you I'm going to interrupt you. John Locke is going to go through more stuff. Well, obviously, emotionally. Well, his dad's just turned up. No, now you've got a cheeky grin on your face. I don't what? what you mean. Come on, give us this week's Paul Terry <laughs> Lost Exclusive. Come on, what, do, what have your American friends been saying? Come on, give me a... Come on, tiny bit. Let me, let me try and remember the... Um, He's gone uh, red, that's free. a good sign. <laughs> let me try and remember that um, Adam and Eddie, who are our fantastic, from the writer's room, they're the fantastic co-exec producers who chat to us all about the yeah. kind of the teasers coming up. Okay. And they did a brilliant thing recently. They went through each character. Yeah. And it was kind of a pre-finale teaser of what's coming up on the show. Yeah. And... Lock this thing. You're going to be disappointed if you if, if you want to if you don't want to hear this. Just fast forward about forty. No, 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 no. For Lock, they basically that's why that's why I said that, and I winked at you. They yeah. just because I'm winking at you because that's all I've got to give you. Uh-huh. They said, "Oh my God, you know, you think Lock has gone through some stuff. Lock's going to go through a whole lot more emotional baggage and blah 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 blah. He's he's going to go through a lot of stuff coming. There's a lot of adventure, I think, for Lock. So you know, uh, he drinks. Anthony Cooper's drinking um, uh, McCutcheon whiskey, which Charles Widmore drinks. I did not spot that. Yeah, it's the yeah. same whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. possible. Link. Well, they're, well, they're mates. They're best mates. Clearly. Obviously, all the dads. All the dads. Are. All the dads. Jack's dad's alive, isn't he? He's alive and he's on the island. Definitely. It's kind of like that... in, in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, where the, the, the Genesis Project has brought him back to life. The, the island has brought Jack's dad back to life. Oh yeah, and you know it as well, and you're just no, 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 no. T- like I love John yeah. Terry, and he's not my dad. People keep emailing into the magazine going, "You love John Terry because he's your dad." Yeah, you know, we well. share the same surname, like yeah. Yunjin Kim and Daniel Day Kim. Do. Well, Christopher Lee is my granddad. You're kidding. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's on my Wikipedia page that he is. So why, why the hell not go it's, along with that? I should, I should have run with that. Yeah, John Terry's uh, my dad. Yeah. Okay, very quickly, the magic box. Mm. Oh, no, that sounds sexy. Is it? It can't be a literal magic box, can it? Well, well, it's the, the fact they've mentioned some kind of magic box, be it literal or metaphorical, is this is what I love about Lost. That it's weird. You know, we've seen Desmond have some kind of experience, I'll say this very carefully now because mm. of the past couple of weeks, have some kind of experience where he appeared to be back in 1996. And but he, d- he didn't travel through time. We'll <laughs> be back on that one. <laughs> oh, we haven't got time. We're, we're laughing, but there's actual pure anger and hatred running through our veins every time we bring you this do know, topic You up. do know next time that, um, that, that I do hook up with uh, with Damon on the fan questions, yeah. um, I'm just going to be bold and outright and say, can you just say the words time travel? <laughs> Just to see what he says. No, because that, that, Tom will be happy with that. Yes. And then it will be in your face. All right, well, you Tom. say that. Okay, so, no, I think that uh, this is the great thing about Lost, and this has yep. always been the great thing about Lost, that it's weird that there are things that happen, paranormal things, yep. things that can't be explained. Tom likes to explain it all in science, but come on, come on. If there is a magic box that can bring things anything. on the island... Yeah, anything you imagine. Uh, ...then we have to assume that Ben wanted that plane to crash, Ben wanted a, scient- a doctor on the, th- the island that would cure his back, he wanted Locke on the island... Now you're cooking. Yeah, no, this uh, is good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he's wanted all those things. Someone wanted the Black Rock on the island, uh, someone wanted Danielle on the... All of these things have you happened see, until that moment... I was completely convinced that it was some kind of bizarre coincidence accident because I was because of the whole Desmond uh, when, when the swan hatchel went whirr, and yeah. he ran back too late and the anomaly uh, the magnetic explosion brought the plane down I yeah. thought that was just a weird coincidence Yeah, I genuinely did until you just said that because that's brilliant mm. because Ben what? What? I said something brilliant what? no no seriously because like, Ben's talking about the magic box bringing anything yeah. to the island and 
you're right. Maybe he literally has bought polar bears. Maybe he just likes polar bears. God, I can't you know. I, I love this. I, I love this program. It's just awesome. Now, very excitingly, I believe we have uh, another caller on the lost line. It's Tom. Hello, Tom. Um, hello, Ian. Is, is that geeky, hello? Tom? It's me. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping it. We can go one week away from that muppet, and he's on the. <laughs> Where the blooming hell are you? Um, at the moment, I'm about a thousand feet up in the Alps. Uh, you've not seen this week's episode, have you? No, I haven't, mate. I've not seen this. <laughs> uh, can you give me any clues? I can give you a clue. You know, Jin. He's dead. Yeah, he's what? He's dead. You know. I'm not like Jin has been shot. He's dead. So, it's good because Sun was crying and she looks sexy when she cries. Mate, you know, you no, know, you know, you know when you text, you know when you texted Ian and you said, oh, oh, Echo dying, that's terrible, and you spoiled it for him. Well, mate, you know, it's karma, karma, baby. So Tom, have you got? Should we tell him about the monster coming back? No, don't tell oh. him about that. Let's not. Oh! oh! Tom has bottled out of it. Cut him off. Uh, okay, very quickly. Let's, 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 let's go through these, these last few points. Okay. Do, do you know what? I need to get to sleep now. I'm <laughs> ben reveals that he was born on the island. Not many of the other people were. Most of them were recruited. I don't think any of the others were born on the island. And he's really elevating himself beyond anyone at that point. You mm. can see him, the power in his eyes. It's like, you know, I'm the one. I'm the head of everything. Danielle sneaks off again, doesn't she? The bit where they go, they're organising who's going to go and speak to Jack. Danielle naffs off. <laughs> she, she was really sneaky. I yeah. don't, she didn't say anything in this episode. We, no, we know that we, confirmation that Ben t- or people have told Alex that her mum's dead. And I love that side bit when he's when he's tied up to the to the swings. Oh. He just says, you know, I'm sure this is what they wanted to tell you. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and I'm d- disappointed in Jack. Well, what he's doing is almost as bad as what Michael did. Except Michael has the justification of he was protecting his son, but he also shot two people. But what Jack is doing is just as cowardly. He could have turned around and shouted out, I'll bring help, don't worry, I'll, I'll, be, I'll return. <laughs> then I put a bullet in your head, Michael. But, yeah. that's, then that's what I do, I put a bullet in. Yeah, but he didn't do that. At least Jack, I really like the scene when Jack leant in and went, you know, but I will come back for you. But I'm going off the island to make a couple of films and I'll come back series five. <laughs> is when, that, it's, is that, when it's all gone is that your theory? That is my theory. I was disappointed okay. in Jack uh, in that. I was up until that line, and then I went, come on, he's back. Okay. He's, he's Jack's back. Okay, uh, if you want to uh, come on the Lost Line or email your theories in, or just, you know, send in saying, hey guys, nice show, you're more than welcome to, uh, you can contact us, lost at sky1.co.uk. Paul, listen, I think, to be honest, it worked better without that Muppet. I think the, the comedy phone call in was, was a nice coincidence, and uh, and I just want to hear his reaction to uh, what, we did, what we just did. Episode 14 is on Sunday, 10pm on Sky 1. It's repeated Wednesday at 10pm and it's on Sky 2 Friday at 9pm. You can visit the Sky website, sky1.co.uk forward slash lost. There's a forum there. There's exclusive clips and interviews and things like that. Uh, But join us again next week when we'll be dissecting episode 14 Expose right after it's been on the telly. I'm Ian Lee and until then... Namaste! Mm. The Lost Initiative is a co production for Sky One.